0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spectator Mode Podcast. As always, I am your host, Keith Mitchell, and join with me is my cohort, my partner in crime today, Diego Perez. Diego, sir, what have you been up to? Oh,
1: man, a lot of video games and a lot of schoolwork, surprisingly. I finished it, up the last of my summer
0: classes, and I'm going back to school tomorrow. Oh, jeez, that's right. It is almost towards end of August. A lot of people are heading back to college and high school and all that fun stuff. Thank God I'm an adult. I don't have to worry about that anymore. (laughs) Though sometimes I do wish I had stayed in college. Maybe things would have been a little better. And maybe I wouldn't be banging my head every day working in IT. But other than that, sir, you did say you had um, some video games. And you always have some kind of video games to talk about. So what do you got this week? So it's always something different every week. Um,
1: I I played more Trails of Cold Steel, but I talked about that a lot last time. The, i'm really excited to talk about this game i've been playing a lot of no man's sky this week
0: you know so before you talk that game has always been a passing interest for me i remember when it first came out and it didn't do so good and then they kept bringing up the updates and they kept making the game a lot better and i've always hovered over the buy button but i wasn't really sure then i read a lot of good stuff about the recent update which you're going to tell us all about
1: oh yeah so the beyond update dropped on wednesday And this is their second uh, mega patch. Like, last year it was No Man's Sky Next. And it dramatically overhauled pretty much every feature about the game. This time around, it's a lot of subtler things, like quality of life stuff. And then they dramatically overhauled the online component and they added VR support. So I've dropped about 20 hours in PlayStation VR and I, I am blown away by what they've done with this game.
0: It's I, so I'm, funny, though. It's so funny because the whole the previous patches added the multiplayer, but when it first came out, there was no multiplayer. They pretty much overhauled the entire game since it was first released until this recent patch or update.
1: Yeah, like last year added true multiplayer, but this this year they added a, a hub area, kind of like a tower from Destiny, called the Nexus, and you can summon it in any solar system you're in. It's not like a, a specific place in this giant universe. You can access it from anywhere, and you fly in there with your ship, and it is up to 32 players in one area on PC, I believe. I think it's 16 on console. And you can you can see each other, VR and non-VR players. You can group up. You can take on co-op missions. You can look at each other's ships. All that kind of fun stuff. And so, if you want, you can party up. And there's still traditional four-player co-op multiplayer you can go explore.
0: So it seems like they've been still working on their original vision of the game. And they finally got it to the point where... They really want there.
1: it to be. I, I think they're as close as they can get to what they initially promised now.
0: huh?
1: It's I might have to check it out, Because VR, especially, because you have an Oculus Rift S, right?
0: I have yet to open that damn thing. You can, is, you can yell at the me later. I have it. yet to open it.
1: This is a hundred, because the PSVR version is a little lacking, technically, because the hardware is not as powerful. But man, on PC, I've heard nothing but good things. It's, well, that's good. Just This game has gone so, like, they've made so many small, small changes that add up. Like, it's still a survival game, first and foremost. If you don't like survival games, I, I would steer clear of No Man's Sky. But you spend a lot of time harvesting resources in this game, and you use your multi-tool and your mining laser to do so. And before this patch, you would just kind of hold down the trigger, and it would automatically mine really slowly for you. But this time around, they, they've revamped it to where it's mining is actually engaging. So it has a, a heat meter, and if you hold it for too long, it'll overheat, and you'll have to wait for it to cool down.
0: So like a mech? Pretty huh. much.
1: But if you keep your mining laser around maximum heat, it will do more damage and mine a lot faster. I think base damage is like 40, but it can do up to 100 if you keep it uh, hot enough. And it makes gathering uh, resources and materials, which you have to do a lot in this game, a lot easier.
0: See, you mentioned the whole survival thing, and that's been another thing that's kept me awake. I've watched people play the game, and I've always went, well, that's interesting, but it seems kind of boring. But yet this game has a lot of fans, including yourself. So... Maybe there's just something under the substance that I'm just not seeing.
1: It's, it's rarely exciting, but it is always just engaging enough to, to be fun. It's a very relaxing and chill experience for me. Hmm. But every now and then you'll come across something really cool. Oh, they also added, uh, you can ride any any animal now, pretty much, if it's big enough. Like, I was exploring my planet, and before, like you see creatures, there's no real need to scan them, there's no real need to interact with them, but now them to find out what kind of bait they want and then you can tame them ride them i found this really really cool dinosaur looking thing it's like 10 feet tall and i would have tamed it but there's a bug right now to where you can't craft the right bait for carnivores but they've dropped like eight hot fixes so far in the past three days it's unreal and like and i was i was mining crazy. resources one time i was mining uh like stone and ferrite which is the the rock material in that game and i was just listening to a podcast mining rocks and I put my laser on a rock, and then it got up and walked away from me.
0: You, the, the rock
1: got up? And yeah, and then I got it. my scanner out, and it turns out that it was a creature. And it, it had a very very low level of sentience, but it was a sentient rock. And cool stuff like that happens every now and then, and it, it keeps it just exciting enough.
0: Huh. It breaks.
1: It's a lot like Minecraft. That's the comparison that I would make. Okay. With some more direction, because there's, there's, there's still a story, and there are missions, and you can build bases and things like that. It's yeah, just, it's I a
0: little more direction.
1: And I think it's on sale for half off right now, if anybody is out it? there is interested. I, I, may,
0: so. I may give that a try. I, again, I've like I said, it's always been a passing interest. I've always wanted to check it out. I've always had a passing interest for um, space exploration. And I don't know, maybe I just bought into the negative hype about the game when it first came out, but it's never really got all that out of my head. But like I said, I did see each update they've been working on and they slowly have, have been crafting the game that they really wanted to make beginning. And uh, I'm happy for the guys because it's, it's basically the, the, the failure that turned into a major success so far. Like people who can't stop talking about, it, look at people on Twitter, people on Reddit. I'm looking at people on YouTube, talk about it. So it's so great. And just, there's so many small little
1: Goodwill changes. Like uh, you used to only be able to carry 250 in one material in, a, in an inventory slot. And they've raised the, the stack limit and instead of only being able to carry 250 in one inventory slot. They've upped it to 10,000, so I'm not having to manage my backpack as much anymore. I think VR does help. I'm a little biased. I love VR. But I, the exploration kind of wears a little thin on the flat version, but because I'm in the headset, I'm always like, oh, what's this tree? What's this over there in the distance? And I will I feel like I'm there. Like Taking off in, in the ship and leaving the atmosphere of a planet is unbelievable in VR and the scale of the planets and everything like things are huge whenever you're in the headset it's unreal and if you have a VR headset I think this is a must buy
0: and hey, you've been playing this in your Oculus headset
1: no PlayStation VR okay I, I want to pick it up on PC to see how the Oculus experience compares but PSVR the basic hardware playing on a pro but there's no resolution boost yet they haven't patched it it's Ooh. it's great it's very blurry but you get yeah real quick.
0: when you when you said there's no patch like oh that doesn't sound very good but you you
1: get immersed in it really quick because th- there's so many VR specific changes they make you control your ship in first person with like a flight stick kind of thing to get out of your ship you have to manually lift like open the cockpit by reaching out to your side and like pulling the lever it's so cool
0: huh all right well outside of that because seems like you've been playing this for a while what else have you been checking out or just been no man's Sky beyond it's been pretty much that because it dropped
1: on Wednesday and I haven't had much time for games this week. I say that putting 20 hours in this game, but that's all I've been playing this week for the most part.
0: All right. All right. All right. Well, since it's just the two of us, I guess it's my turn. And um, for most of the week, it's been, again, Destiny. I finished up the Solstice of Heroes. I haven't done the Masterwork armor sets because some of the requirements for that are, you need to have a clan, and I don't have a clan, so I can't do it, which is pissing me off. But on uh, Thursday... I got access to a game that was not on my radar whatsoever until a couple of weeks ago and that was Remnant from the Ashes. I've and been wanting to hear about this. I've been playing this game non-stop. Is it good? It is amazing. It's pretty much Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Hellgate London, Resident Evil 2 Remake, with some uh, uh, procedural generation tossed in there for good measures, and it, it's fun. The game... Okay, so, remember, I said Dark Souls. It's pretty much Dark Souls with guns. And I know there's a game out there that says it's Dark Souls for guns. Forget that game. That game is pales in comparison to this. The gameplay in this game is so damn good. Even with controller. And I've been playing it with nothing but a controller. It feels natural. It's responsive. I've had no issues aiming at anything because it also has auto-aim for you where you're fighting creatures. If you're trying to shoot something off in the distance or something that's not labeled as a, a threat or, or a a creature. It's a little harder to aim, but it will do what they call aim snap, where it will let you snap back and forth between the characters using just the uh, the analog stick. It works really good. The worlds are huge. Huge worlds. Melee combat's also in there. Armor sets are in there. And it really has an interesting story, and in fact, I know I'm not supposed to say it, but probably the time people hear this, it won't be a big deal then. And people have already know about this, but this game is set in the same universe of a game that you may have paid in the, played in the past because it's a VR game. It's called a Cronus? Cronus? On the same people? Yeah. Is it really set in the same universe? Same universe. They, some of the story elements connect each other. Huh. So it's making me want to go back and go play that game now. Yeah, because they were experimenting on stuff and working on um, accessing other dimensions and whatnot. And it's all in a story. It feels like a Half-Life story, to be honest with you. Um, but so this they is talk like a about story-driven game, right? Yeah, it's completely story-driven. It's completely story-driven, and not like Dark Souls where the story is cryptic and you can ignore it if you want to, or you have to start reading up. No, the NPCs tell you everything. There's clues and hints and books and recordings you pick up as you play. There's dialogue on the wall. There's hit. Even the first area you're in is this massive base that has areas in it that are hidden that you have to go explore. You don't have to. It's not part of the story. But if you go explore them, they have audio or um, um, computer terminals that you access. And they tell you like, hey, we did this, and then we did this, and this happened. We didn't know what was going on. It it basically fills in story pieces for you. And it gets you more interested in the story as you go along. But um, yeah, it's completely narrative driven. But again, the combat is amazing. I've been playing this game. I've played two different characters so far. The first one that was playing it when just texting it out and recording stuff. And then the other character I made was for the live streams I did, which I put up on YouTube. Um, has a really nice custom character customization, some races. And I've said that on my stream are left out, not as far as doing their skin tone, but the hairstyles, they're like generic hairstyles and I'm black. And I'm like, guys, there's no hairstyle, that I would wear. Sorry. Um, But the character customization is really nice. You can do hair, face, skin, um, voice. It's basic, but you can spend some time if you're trying to get it just right. I really like the feature, uh, facial features. I think they know that. Um, On the PC that I've been playing it so far, I've had zero issues with frame rate, except for certain areas. No issue with gameplay whatsoever. It just feels so good. It looks cool. I'm looking at gameplay right now. It looks. This game has not been on anybody's radar.
1: Yeah, I hadn't heard about it until you brought it up on the podcast last time we and talked. And it, it
0: came out of nowhere. Gunfire Games, same people who worked on Darksiders 3 and a couple of other games. They know their stuff. So they've been talking to people, trying to promote the game. I've watched a shit ton of people stream it the other day. I've been streaming it, trying so to is talk this it like up. like an open world game or is it more linear? It's linear, um, but, the, but again, the levels are huge. And the levels do have different ways to get to a certain area. Like you can go through a building, you can go straight in the open, you can go down a tunnel. It is linear, but they do give you some exploration options. And there is stuff hitting if you go searching. So if you go off the beaten path and decide you want to go a certain place, sometimes you'll be rewarded, sometimes you won't. Um, really cool thing about this though is um, every so often, when you're doing your thing, a random enemy or procedural enemy will, will be will generate and. It can be anything from their pool. It might be a tough guy, it might be a really weak guy, you know, guys with double blades, guys with guns attached to their hands, guys that shoot you with arrows to blow up in your face. And it's never the same guy. So you could be fighting you could be fighting a bunch of people and then one shows up and kicks your butt. And then you're like, all right, I know where he is next time. Well maybe he won't come out next time. Or maybe when you get to a different area, it'll be a different guy this time. So it keeps you guessing. It keeps you on your toes. And I really love that about the game. Again, the combat is great. Um, the enemy selection is really good, and the enemies aren't stupid either. To the point where I ran away with some enemies. Well, they followed me. I said, "All right, I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump over this uh, this pipe. You're not gonna come over the pipe." No, they came over the pipe. Another area, I I, I jumped off of a, uh, a floor over the railing to get away from the enemies. Okay, one of them jumped over the railing. The other ones went down the stairs to come after me. And I'm like, "Wait, did you just jump down after me?" Um, when you're shooting them, some will duck for cover, some will crouch, some hit behind rocks, and I'm like, wait a second, these guys aren't stupid whatsoever. These guys are a problem. They attack in packs, or they'll 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 try and flank you. So they put a lot of work into the AI as well. Um, the bosses that I fought so far have been great, and some of the bosses also do the uh, procedural generation where you might fight one version of the boss. Another person might fight a different version of the boss. Because I saw some people complaining about one boss called Shroud. And one guy said my boss name was called Shroud Beefy. Well, the one I thought was was a Shroud uh, Hartley, or Hardy. So they have different suffixes, meaning they do certain things differently. But some bosses are the same, some aren't. But I do like that random factor in there. Um, I fought a big-ass dragon last night that had me going crazy. Because every time I thought I had him, he would do something different. And it's like, I can't beat this dragon. I did finally beat it. But the character does something that I've never seen another game do before. So Dark Souls, you beat a boss. It goes, hey, you beat the boss. You get the soul, whatever. And it's done. In here, when your character beats the boss, they celebrate. They're going, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, huh, that's Just different.
1: It is co-op. So, like, so, if you beat a boss with your friend, do the characters interact with each other, or is it? No,
0: no, 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 no. There's, there's. Sadly, they said they may put in later. There's no interaction, so you can't talk, you can't gestures, but they may be coming. Um, so the system is still weird, and we don't really have a great idea as how it works because not many people actually have the game right now. You can only get access to the game via if you're a reviewer or if you're an influencer. They gave you a copy of the game, or you pre-ordered the game before the sixteenth. And I think you might be still doing it. You get access to a VIP weekend for uh, Xbox One and PC. For some reason, PlayStation 4 is not involved. Nobody knows what's going on. <clears throat> but you can change it to offline, where it's just you. Public, where anybody can just jump into your game. And friends only, where your friends can jump in. I haven't jumped to anybody's world yet, so I don't know how it works. But several people have jumped into my games when I had it on public. They just came in. And they can help you fight. They can bring you back to life if you fall. You don't instantly go out of the game. It'll give you a chance to be revived. Um, When you beat a boss at a level, they stay, which is great. In Dark Souls, when somebody came into your world and they left or they beat a boss, they were gone. Not in here. You can literally play the entire game with another person, which is great. I can't wait for more people to actually get access to this game.
1: Yeah, this I, looks like before you had said anything about it, this I, I would have totally skipped over this game, but this sounds incredible.
0: Yeah, this game is a lot of fun. I again was not on my radar until a couple weeks ago. and Now, I, I can't stop playing. Like I want to get off this podcast and go back and play it some more. It is fun. I'll likely be streaming more of it tonight. But yeah, this is a this is an unexpected um, pleasure. I'm so glad that in, they
1: put this up. Like, best game of 2019 talks, or,
0: or is it yes. not that level? No, oh, really? no, no, yes, yes, yes. This game this game is a sleeper, put it that way. But enough people are getting word of mouth out there to talk about this game. People are like, wow, this is actually a great game. And the good news is, well, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I, I, consider, I consider it good news. So, Gunfire actually got acquired by THQ, which means Gunfire will likely work on another game, maybe keep this going as a series, hopefully, and have the budget to make it a bigger game. Because Gunfire, before they got acquired, wasn't a big studio. They didn't have a lot of capital. They were always a studio that somebody brought in to help them work on a game. This is one of their only original IPs.
1: The bad yeah, thing is no, and, and it's they're, they're it. talented devs. It's, I'm yeah. glad they finally have a hit on their hands.
0: Well, I mean... Darksiders two or I'm sorry, Dark Siders Three, they've had a couple, but this this is
1: I, I feel like a lot of people are like don't want to jump into Darksiders at two or three though, and it's always been like like a more a more niche series, but this UIP it looks like it has broader appeal. I really yeah. hope this
0: game blows up. This game is gonna blow up. I, I have no doubt this game is gonna blow up. I'm I'm really interested to see what the scores are gonna be when it comes out. Not that it matters, but like I said, I've been playing it non stop. It is great. It is a great game. Also Uh, Available um, for pre-order on the PlayStation
1: Store right now. Oh, did they get it? You you can pre-order on Steam, and you can pre-order on the Xbox Store, but the PlayStation Store only lets you wishlist it. You can't buy it right now, which is weird.
0: Hang on a second. Come here. Come here. Let me see. My wife just finished building a Lego for... This is F40. This is the same one you see in the Lego Speed Championship. Yeah. This is nice, honey. Thank you. Wow, he's been building a lot of these things, and my son keeps taking on taking them apart. A little pain in the ass. So it's available right now for PlayStation Four. Can you get on on no, the VIP? No, it's not weekend? available for PlayStation
1: Four. Uh, okay. it's not for sale yet. That's you can only put it on your wish list.
0: Yeah, there was there was some problem with that. If you look it up, nobody knows what exactly happened, but the pre-orders for the PlayStation didn't go as they were supposed to. And Gunfire Games is saying it's Sony's fault, and Sony's going, "Well, it's their fault," but it's available on PC and Xbox One, so... Go figure. Yeah, you, you definitely have to play this game. I I've definitely been, will now. I mean, I'm excited now. The only thing that sucks is there's no crossplay, but we talked about that. But it's a great game. I definitely think it's a great game. Yeah, I'm pumped for this I'm excited. Especially the whole, whole Dark uh, Souls thing. You, go, you know I'm a big... Okay, souls yeah, you're, I'm a you're big a souls fan man. of... It. So, but... This is literally Dark Souls with guns, and it's so good. You can upgrade weapons, you can upgrade your armor. The NPCs are interesting. The voice act, I think, it's actually really good. Their story is actually really good. It's not blah blah blah, niche, uh cliche crap. It's actually an interesting story, and it starts off completely different than what you think would happen. You think you're going to this island to save the world? Nope. Completely different story happens. Nothing that doesn't happen at all. They they change up everything and. They, you get, eventually you get to the island, but you got to do a bunch of other stuff first. And it doesn't feel tiresome. So far, again, I've been playing it and just jumping back on and jumping back on and jumping back on.
1: I, I can't believe that I hadn't heard of this before. This seems like it would have been a perfect fit for like an E3 like indie highlight. I'm surprised it's not on Game Pass. feels like a perfect Game Pass game.
0: I have no idea, but... You know what the combat actually reminds me of? The melee, not melee combat. The gun combat, combat, combat reminds me of Gears. Now that I think about it, the more look you at, talk
1: about this game, look
0: <laughs> at the look, the, the, the vi- look at some of the videos it. I put on YouTube. Go look at the, some of the videos I put on YouTube. Yeah, this game is, yeah, I enjoy. it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I want to get back to this game you have, so much. You've
1: psyched me up for for Remnant from the Ashes.
0: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I was able to sell another this person to this game. This does look like gears. Yes. It's so right. Yeah. It is a great game. Wow. So if anybody's hearing this podcast and it's be up by tomorrow, definitely check out this game. This game is a lot of fun. Um, I will tell you Xbox PlayStation 4 and it it's stuck at 30 frames per second. I don't know about X- I don't know about Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro. I, I think like it'll still
1: be 30, but with a high resolution.
0: Yeah, I think somebody said that it was also stuck at that. I'm trying to find it. Clickety clack of the keyboard here. Let uh, me see, looking at the Reddit MNA. And they said, okay, yeah, on you know, different Xbox, PlayStation 4s, they're trying to get 4K resolution, but still 30 frames per second. So, sorry about that, guys. Come over to the PC world. That's all I can say. I need more people to play with. But yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking about it. It's a great game. But you've also sold me on No Man's Sky. So I'll have to give that a try as well. But yeah, definitely check this game out when you get a chance. I'm done. He's probably looking at it right now. He's probably buying it right now. (laughs) I'm I'm watching gameplay.
1: This looks so good. I can't believe no one's talking about this right now.
0: Oh no, everybody's talking about this right now. Again, the problem is it's a limited launch. so And it's not on PlayStation 4 right now. So that's a big issue for a lot of people. But it will be I, when it launches on Tuesday. Oh yeah, when it's Tuesday, it'll be a big deal then.
1: I can't wait for it to blow up. I can't wait to see the meta score for this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I it's really good. Yeah, I don't know if my review is going to be up by then. I'm, I am i don't want to rush to. it. I really want to beat this game first. I, I My combined hours of this game has been 20 hours, but I've actually played my first character, learned stuff, and then started the second character on stream. And I can only play that character on stream, or unless I'm recording. And that one's gotten further than my original character. And I'm not going to go back and forth, you know, because it just seems kind of not really productive. So, eh. we'll see what happens with that. Folks, check out Remit from the Ashes. You're going to love it. No Man's it. Sky too. Yeah, Maybe check out No Man's in. Sky Beyond. All right, let's get to some topics here, sir, because you picked them out this week. So, what do we got?
1: Okay, so after we've talked about a bunch of fun stuff for a while, we're gonna have to talk about some not so fun stuff.
0: There's like a paying lot of bills. Bad stuff. Okay.
1: Well, no, uh, maybe a little worse than that. Okay. Just, just, just a hair worse than that. Uh, a lot of bad stuff has been happening this week. Teenage winner of the <sighs> Fortnite World Cup solos. Uh, his name is Kyle Buga Giersdorf. His tag is Buga. He was swatted on stream this week.
0: A yeah, I read that. Kid
1: was swatted while he was live-streaming on Twitch. Luckily, nothing happened. One of the officers who showed up recognized him and knew nothing was going on. But, man, swatting just gets worse and worse, isn't it? We're swatting 16-year-old kids now. Cause there's a bunch of people
0: that are... Can I say it? Yeah, I'm going to say it. There are a bunch of asshats that are so pissed off that a young child won more money than they'll ever have in their lifetime. The dude's good at Fortnite. Leave the damn kid alone. He did an amazing job. He earned what he got. And now you got people like, oh, wow, this kid did this. I'm going to go do this. And did they catch the idiots that swatted him? Uh, I don't think they did. Not yet, at least. You would think the one dude that got the other person, can't remember the name, got the other guys killed, or the one person killed, and got sent to prison would be an example to stop it. But yeah, they are still doing it. That, dr- that was
1: in 2017. Someone got killed over a Call of Duty swatting incident. Yep. You would think we would slow it down or stop it after
0: that but no just we've... stop it. Just freaking stop it. Stop being asses, people. Now we're swatting kids. Unbelievable. know what God. else is unbelievable? What's that?
1: Bandai Namco got a bomb threat called into their US office.
0: Was it somebody matter we're checking?
1: That we don't have any reasoning yet, but Oh lord. It happened a couple days ago. Their office in, in Santa Clara. They got a bomb threat. <laughs>
0: I'm that's not it the now. only
1: bad thing to happen to a company this week. A Japanese company, no less. Square Enix was... Okay, so there's a, an arcade mecha game in Japan called Starwing Paradox.
0: Oh, I heard about that. You never came over here to fucking Square yeah. Enix. And it's got anyway. a, a sizable
1: competitive scene over there, and there were going to be tournaments over there for, for the game. Tournaments have now been cancelled because the development team keeps getting death threats upon death threats.
0: What the hell? Why?
1: Uh, They're—they <laughs> just keep threatening the staff over the changes they're making to the game and the way they're handling it.
0: Are you serious? So they're getting, people are getting wow. That's just really sad. We're mad because you're doing this, so we're gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, that's that's a lot of the gaming community these days.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. It's um...
1: people keep threatening. Here's a quote from somebody who confessed. Uh, from an, this comes from an earlier an article earlier this year from Kotaku. I spent over two hundred thousand yen, which is about seventeen hundred US dollars on the game. Holy and I didn't get the in-game item I wanted, so I sent the email out of revenge. This uh, email in reference he told a employee of Square Enix to kill himself. Yikes. Over spending a lot of money in a video game and not getting an item.
0: Is that also dun 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 microtransaction loot boxes? Yeah, knowing knowing how popular gacha games over there are over
1: there, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Rock, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, I'm mad at you, Square Enix, because I I remember the day you announced that game, and I was like, "Please come over here, please come over here." And they're like, "Yeah, it's not coming over here." So, but I would never give them a death threat. That's kind of yeah, that, like I, that's I just, really shitty. I just wanted to cover all these these horrible things real quick. Just no matter how
1: mad you get at a video game or a company, don't threaten people. Yeah, no I, shit. I feel like that'd be common sense, but please do not. Threaten bodily harm among <laughs> people over I mean, a video game?
0: You said common sense. I mean, that's that's part of the problem common sense. There's there's a big lack of it, especially. Yeah, that's kind no of offense, guys, days. and the gaming community. And it's becoming worse every freaking day. We got death threats. We've got people beating up people. We've got the swatting.
1: We've got. Yeah, it's a huge problem. In the game. It's, it's a
0: disproportionate
1: Ugh. amount of, of gamers doing it compared to, to other mediums.
0: And then we got idiots saying video games are the cause of all evil. Well, when you people are doing this kind of crap, you're just giving them fuel. Please stop. Please stop.
1: Jeez. Feels like every week on this show we're, we're discussing something else like this.
0: But I will say, if you guys ever get a chance to play Starwing Paradox, if you go over to Japan, play it. If you're a Mecha fan, if you love Gundam, you like Macross, play it. And let you know how it is. You've heard this game before then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've never I'm big, heard of it
1: before. This incident.
0: I'm a big fan of this game. I remember a couple of years ago when they announced it, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I just said that." I was like, "Please come over," and they were like, "No, it's not coming west." And I don't know of any arcades that have brought it over. I know Round One had talked about it a while ago, but I don't think it ever happened. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Star Wars Paradox is squaring its game, obviously, and uh, and uh, Sunrise, Sunrise from Bandai Namco Gundam animation is the one who worked on the animation for the game. Yeah, big fan of this game. Just will never get oh. to play it. Really interesting. I'd never heard of this before.
1: But moving on to a lighter note. That was some, some heavy stuff. A lot of heavy stuff in Rapid's Concession. There's some games coming out in the next two weeks that are not getting enough love, I think.
0: Okay, what do we got? So
1: they all happen to come out within days of each other. So Astral Chain, Dark Pictures Man and Medan, and Control. Oh, uh, all are right I'm gonna s- the last week of August and I I'm going to say like nobody's talking about these games and they should. I'm going to
0: say you're wrong about Astral Chain. The Nintendo the, the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Okay, game. Yeah, Ninten-
1: Astral Chain has been picking I'm, I'm hearing more and more about it in in the weeks leading up to release, but I still don't feel like it's enough. It's it's the next platinum game and it's Nintendo Switch exclusive. This should be And bigger. there's your
0: there's your problem. It's specific to the Switch. That's the problem. People yeah,
1: and I guess it also is more of a, a niche uh kind it of game. Is.
0: I mean, uh, is as great as people regard Platinum games, which they are a great studio. They've had some stinkers on their hands. They're not really known for their own original IPs. Um, and it's it's stuck on the Switch. And not saying that stuck on the Switch is a bad thing. I've seen a lot of stuff about this game. People are really talking about it. And I'm really hyped for it myself because I love those kind of over-the-top Japanese games. I love Platinum games. But... The fact that it's on the Switch really sours a lot of people, especially uh, the PlayStation 4 fans. Because a lot of them feel that this should be on their platform as well. I mean, it's a great game for what I've seen. Nintendo's been hyping it it up. All all the
1: previews just seem like this game is going to be amazing.
0: Our Nintendo nuts won't stop talking about the damn game. I'm talking about you, Tyler and Todd and freaking Will. They won't stop talking about the game. But that's uh, the
1: thing. It's it's just the hardcore Nintendo community that's that's typing this game up, and I yeah. feel like that's that's a disservice to the game, because I feel like the the hardcore gaming audience that would play Actual Chain, the good majority of them have a Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and all these previews are coming out of the first few hours saying, "I love this game. The combat's great. There's a lot of exploration. It's it's a really good game," and despite all these glowing previews, I, people are still brushing it off, even though it's out in like two
0: less than two weeks. I'm telling Not you, man, really because ask. it's stuck on the Switch. And there's one more game I'm going to toss in there, but I'm going to wait till you finish the last one. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Nintendo fans are looking forward to Astro Train. Astro, God. Astro Train from Transformers. I, I keep, ah, it's Astro Chain, But I keep saying Astro Train. See how they sound similar? Throws me off. Um, control, I've seen a lot of people talk about Control, but the problem with Control is the more footage comes out, the more people are like, this game is gonna bomb. It's not really impressing people, unfortunately. I think it's gonna do
1: great. I do too. And I just I feel like there's not enough coverage for control. I know a lot of people don't even know it has a lot of Metroidvania aspects. Yeah, which when I a heard that, I'm like, okay, I'm that. all in. That's what they should be selling for this game.
0: Because yeah, the
1: show footage it looks a little generic. It looks a little unpolished. But the the way the developers talk about it and the ideas they're trying to incorporate. I'm I'm all the more I hear from the developers about this game, the more I want to play it.
0: Yeah, but like I said, I've been to several Reddits and a couple of major internet forums, which I won't mention and a couple of Discord channels, and they've all said the same thing. It looks alright, but I don't know how this game's gonna do. And I think a lot of people have already written off the game.
1: Yeah, that's the problem with these games is they're writing them
0: off before they come out. And the problem with Remni is that they this is the kind of game that it, it looks like it's gonna be very niche. This is the kind of game that should have been in the hands of influencers trying to get the word out, and I'm not oh, a big yeah. fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that of that um that tactic. But a game like this, this game re- needs that kind of push. The general audience needs is knocking it out of control. Yeah, it needs it. They they should have been having streams and, and more talks about it from the get go. They it, need it. It just
1: feels like they're showing the wrong parts of the game.
0: Yeah, they are. They are. Um, and unfortunately, the game releases end of August yep actually no wait is it wait isn't it the august 30th. 20th 30th, of the 30th yeah it and is... there hasn't been much talk about it whatsoever yeah we're so close to release and nothing yeah so that's that's going to be a big problem um i'll be honest day
1: the dark pictures man of medan comes out which is an i've heard people are nothing. About even less i've heard nothing about this game. talking about it so this is this is the follow up this is Supermaster's follow-up to until dawn okay the, the Dark Pictures Anthology is their next big project. It's not just one game, but a series of games. I think they want to do one every six months, which sounds like they're not going to hit that schedule. Uh, Man of Medan is about a ghost ship, which sounds super cool. But they're not really saying much about it. It's only 30 bucks. I don't expect it to be as long as Until Dawn. Maybe a couple hours. But they're doing some cool stuff. It has a co-op mode, which I feel like is perfect for this kind of game, but nobody's talking about it. When I saw the headline for the co-op announcement, there were maybe four or five people talking about it in the comments.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's another game that's not being pushed by Bandai Namco. I mean... Are they publishing it too? Uh, Yeah, they are. Oh, I guess they are. Yeah. Yep. They haven't said anything. It's just... There's very
1: little being said about this game from any outlet. And that's... I feel like I'm one of the only people that even remembers it's coming out.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you about that one. That is kind of a... Kind of a stinker. But, um...
1: Yeah, it's just strange to me that these three games are coming out in the same week, and they're all kind of in the same in the same boat, where there's some enthusiasm for them, but just not enough. I don't think en- enough that is warranted. I think there should be more excitement for these games. Because they all, they all seem really unique and different from what we've played this year.
0: Yeah, and, and, and this they're year... they're all so
1: different from each other. I feel like, no matter your taste, one of these games will appeal to you.
0: I mean, this month... <sighs> This month is really weird about releases, to be honest with you. And those are I mean, I don't want to say those are the weakest. I really don't not that's that's the bad. There hasn't wording. been
1: much this week this month, has there?
0: I mean you had the you had the re release of Metal Wolf Chaos for Xbox One Plus. Yeah, it, but it's DC. like all small scale stuff. Like, yeah, like, I mean the, the Mad the Madden, collection. Madden, Madden, Madden twenty came out if you're a football fan. World of Warcraft yeah, World of Warcraft classic has come out this month. I don't oh, know why control? people are yeah, I don't know why people are excited about that one. Whatever. I played WoW since day one. I don't care. Blair Witch comes out this month, too. People aren't talking about that oh, either. Yeah. That,
1: too. That's the same day as Dark Pictures. Yep, so
0: <laughs> those games are going to be competing against each other. Only too.
1: That's out this Friday or this Thursday.
0: Yeah, this week, this month is um, interesting. It's, it's. I want to say it's a dry month, unless it, you're it really looking month. for these. Unless you're really looking for these games, this month is dry. I feel
1: like they're in a bad spot because they're just close enough to the big fall releases. Like, you got Borderlands, Gears, Monster Hunter World all dropping in, like, the first week of September.
0: Man, how do you think I feel about Damon X Machina? That's the switch? same day as Borderlands 3, isn't it? <laughs> that
1: game's going to get smashed. The more I see that game, the less I want to play it. That's how I feel about that game.
0: What, like Borderlands or Damon X? Damon
1: X Machina. I didn't I, put the demo. I just, every, the game looks off to me.
0: I'm a, Mecha game. I'm a Mecha fan, so I'm gonna play it regardless. I hope it's
1: good. I mean, if it, if it reviews well, I'll give it a shot, but same day as Borderlands 3, and a week before Link's Awakening, is asking a little much.
0: Can I be honest? I'm kind of not really caring too much of Borderlands 3 anymore, you know? I don't know. The hype is gone. I, I just don't I know like why it, that is.
1: Yeah, they're, they've been drawing it out a lot. They, they they went all in with their initial reveal, and it's been full steam since then, but it feels like they're dropping a trailer every week, and I've, I've just lost interest. But I still want to play it, though.
0: I mean, I'll play it, but I'm like... Okay, whatever. It's I, still I one, guess, of my,
1: one of my most anticipated titles as well.
0: I think but. maybe the problem is because I'm just looking forward to um, the Destiny 2 Shadow Key.
1: Yeah, the you've more been really on the Destiny
0: channel. <laughs> the more I've been playing, it's like, ah, this game is so good again. Why did I stop playing you in the first place? So good now. But yeah, that's probably why. Hey, anyway, if you guys are looking for another person for a clan, like a oh, 30 plus year old clan, not a kitty clan, I'm available on the PC. Speaking of which, not the derail our conversation uh, the, on October 1st it will be on Steam and the free edition will be on Steam and the character transfers start August 21st so if you want an Xbox One and PlayStation 4 I want to go to the PC or vice versa October 21st
1: that's that's it, soon
0: right? That's, August yeah. 21st for yeah. CrossSafe? well August 21st Yeah. see the messaging has been really weird to be honest with you let me look it up real quick I know they said August 21st. I think it's like you link yeah. your
1: profile together, right? Like Yeah, for, two
0: weeks. Yep, two weeks. August 21st. I'm still going to
1: cool. wait till October 1st until it goes free on PC. I feel like that's strange. They're only, I feel like they're only activating cross save rarely people who already own the game on multiple platforms.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing.
1: Yeah, but I don't... I don't I'm not going to buy wow. Destiny 2 like a month and a half before it. it goes free to play.
0: It's not doing anything for me because, you know, I'm, I'm on PC. But I've seen a lot of people on PlayStation 4 and Xbox saying they're fine moving over to PC, which is... Good for me. More people on the platform. Great. I
1: think, yeah, I think Crossplay's going to open up a lot of doors, too, for that game.
0: Whenever that happens. Whenever that happens. I, it'll whenever happen
1: down the happens. road. It's, it's in the pipeline somewhere. Hopefully. And Yeah, Destiny's making a lot of strides recently, and I wish oh, I yeah. could say the same about Anthem.
0: Uh, <laughs> Anthem. Because <laughs> we got some
1: more Anthem news this week. Yay! <laughs> Bioware well, in general, actually. So, yeah. the lead producer for Anthem has left Bioware. Yep. This was earlier this week. He's gone. He's out of there.
0: He's like, I, I'm done, and all that crap.
1: After the news that there's only a skeleton crew left working on Anthem, and now, now the lead producer's gone on top of that. So, you
0: know what's funny about all that? It's like we're still, we're still devoted to this game. For this game is going to be fine. It's fine. Everybody's like, Yep, I'm out. That game's and, gone. That game's and Now your lead producer's water. gone. Your lead producer's like, Yeah, screw this. See you later. He's I feel like, like, I'm they going. just wanted to get the Cataclysm out, and then now they're just done. I'm going to an unnamed gaming company, and I'm done. Goodbye. Like, oh, that's not good.
1: Yeah, I I feel like this is... At least I thought, because some more news came out. But I thought this was just indicative of how Anthem was doing, not just how Bioware was doing. Because I feel like they still have
0: another game in them, because they are making Dragon Age 4.
1: But the lead producer on Dragon Age 4 left Bioware too.
0: Yeah, I, I have no faith in Bioware. I think Bioware is done. I think this is the next company the EA has got it they are done yeah they're
1: done (laughs) after Mass Effect Andromeda and then Anthem Dragon Age is gonna flop if that game even comes out if that game ever sees the
0: light of day if it ever comes out I don't think it's ever gonna come out I think at this point no just just stop just no more please nobody wants it just stop and it's a damn shame but yeah just stop
1: now, according to the lead producer on Dragon Age 4 who just left, he said it was well on its way to becoming the definitive Dragon Age experience. I don't buy that one bit.
0: Nope, because if it, was, it if, if it was, if it was, why are you leaving? There. <laughs> exactly, why are you leaving? Oh, no reason. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't believe you, sir. Oh man. That's just the like the, the, uh, the... I mean, side note, the, what is the gentleman who just left uh, 343 Industries for Halo Infinite? I
1: don't remember but they lost somebody too, right? Like really yeah. late into that game's
0: development. Yep. Yep, but I it mean was their they're... creative director. Yeah, but he's at towards end. I mean, his stuff is probably done. I mean, that's not unheard of where their job is done. They don't need them anymore and they and they leave, which is I understand that. But d three has a healthy crew. Yeah, and I feel like
1: Halo Infinite's out next fall. That's a right. game that's just going to come out and you really only have to support the multiplayer. It's not going to be super heavy live service stuff, but when you're lead producer on Anthem, the game that's supposed to be alive for years to come is gone.
0: Yeah, Ooh, there's a big Dragon difference. Age is
1: supposed to go that way too.
0: There's a big difference between a creative director and a lead producer. Big difference, especially so,
1: with the kind of game that Anthem is. It's supposed to be like a long going thing.
0: Uh, no, and now there's
1: nobody. There's nobody to, no. to helm that anymore.
0: No, this is nope. No, it's dead.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get any more content updates for Anthem.
0: And it's sad because I I was all in for Anthem when they were talking about it. I was in the betas. I played the demo. I played the trial. I the, the flying sensation of you being Iron it was Man good. was great. Was amazing. Some of the combat was really iffy. It had a lot of issues with with the performance. But I thought I thought the base game was enjoyable. Yeah, it was. It was an okay game when it launched.
1: They just needed to build on it. Yeah, and they, they had plans. I mean, the game ends on a cliffhanger. Or not really a cliffhanger, but it, it sets up what would have been another story arc that to carry on over the year, but <laughs> they have not addressed that at all. Hey, folks, if you're looking for
0: ago. a game like Anthem, there's Destiny 2. Going free to play. Division, you have to buy it. The Division 2 is not doing so hot either, so yeah. yeah.
1: That game fell off really hard.
0: Yep, it did.
1: And I brought oh, two man. copies of it. I bought the the ultimate edition.
0: I got <laughs> I screwed. So I excited. brought the I brought the regular edition, and I was like, you know, I want to buy the ultra edition because I wanted some other stuff. I'm like, well, nope, you can't upgrade it. You got to buy it. I'm like,
1: well, I I that's kind of I
0: didn't even finish
1: the like the main content in that game. I'm only out like World World, World, 2, World three. Like, I didn't even get through all the Black Tusk stuff.
0: I got to <laughs> I, just, I got to the last tier, and then they came out with the the raids, and then they were like, nope.
1: Nope. I tried to jump back in because they had the really cool mission with the zoo, but then I was like, I have to go find the guy in the helicopter and nah, do this other mission. I was like, I'm I, done. Was, I don't care. I quit that g- I closed that game so fast. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, much I've
0: uninstalled it and I feel bad because I love the Division. But Josh and I were in agreement the first time we played the Division 2. We were like, this just plays like an, up- or an expansion to the first Division. And it does. And it does. There wasn't really anything that screamed, hey, this is the sequel. So, Oh, man, looter shooters. Bad spot right now. Destiny's yeah.
1: the only one doing well.
0: Yeah, because the company... Well, I think... I think Destiny 2 is in a really... I don't want to say weird position. Um, they're in an interesting position because they left... Well, Bungie left Activision and now Bungie has all control over their game. And they're making the calls that they want to make and they're listening to the feedback of the community. Where when it was with Activision, Activision was calling the shots and saying, we want you to do this to make more money. We want you to do this to make more money. And the people playing the game were going, hey, this is really dumb. Why are you doing this? And people left. You know, when they start changing up stuff and they did Forsaken and then they broke away, that's when people really started coming back. Now they're doing the things like the armor changes, which are really interesting. Going back to the moon in Shadowkeep. The cross save is finally coming out. Yeah, they're making all the right moves right now. They're bringing back a game that many people had said was dead and making it fun again. They're doing exactly what Ubisoft and, um, was it Massive? Yeah, did Massive. With the first division, they're doing with Destiny 2.
1: But I feel like that's how a lot of these live service games go. They come out, they're really light on content, not much to do. Then a year or two down the line, they get a huge injection of stuff to do. There's new life into the game. Usually with a new title, like Forsaken or No Man's Sky Beyond, and people like, okay, this game is alive. It's, it's back. It's now a good time to go back to this game. Yeah. Same thing happened with Destiny 1. It was pretty much dead on release, and then uh, Taken King came out, and then it got good.
0: I think, yeah, because I, I got that for PlayStation 4, and I played yeah, the that's, that's lot of the it. That's the
1: Destiny cycle. And then it got
0: got boring. and I said, Nope, I'm done. And I, and I never touched the first Destiny again. And I really should have got back in with Taken King, but I didn't. And then Destiny fell off my radar. I so I went to E3 and then, so what e do, and play Destiny 2. i was like, oh, This is
1: so good. I was <laughs> excited for Bungie to go all in on the RPG aspects of Destiny, which they now oh, yeah. have free control to do. Because I feel like with Activision, Activision was too scared for, to let them do that because it would alienate oh, yeah. a casual audience. Oh, yeah. And but they no, even give, said give that. Give me
0: stats. Give me all this stuff. Yep, like, and They even said nice. they want to make the game an MMO, basically turn into MMO. Great. Do it. I, I really want to see what they'll do with the third Destiny game.
1: I, <sighs> I, I want to see what they can do, if they can break away from the formula a little bit, maybe go true open world, really lean in on the MMORPG part of that game.
0: I don't want a Destiny 3. I want them to ride Destiny TL as far as they can, to be honest with you.
1: I feel like they will. I feel like we'll get another expansion of Shadowkeep. Well, we're getting a year, right? The uh, expansion pass. We're getting three more seasons after Shadowkeep um uh, i'm not I
0: really so. sure i'm not really sure because they're the selling
1: problem. a shadow keep annual pass on top of shadow keep and forsaken had that and it got uh the three seasons
0: yeah let me see they updated it uh a i'm couple not sure ago. If we'll get
1: a fourth big expansion after uh after shadow keep next year but destiny 3 is happening on next gen consoles Man, I really see. see I
0: don't want do. that because of how they handled Destiny One to Destiny Two and made people start over again. I don't know. I don't.
1: But that was them under Activision. Yeah. They could do something totally cool with D three now that they're they have free reign and like full creative control over their game.
0: I wouldn't. I want them right now just to focus on two. Don't. Don't. I don't want to hear anything about Destiny Three for another two years. Focus on two right now. Then give us three. I think so I'll be out shout, in two years, man. I think I'll be playing Destiny three.
1: Destiny Three in twenty twenty one.
0: I don't know, we'll see, we'll see I mean, but like I said I, I'm I'm really hooked on it now I've been really enjoying it so far Not so much Solstice of, of um, Heroes, that's kind of The grind is kind of whack But, yeah Stop giving people quests to do masterwork Stuff that requires a clan If they're playing by themselves That is just dumb, don't do that Please stop doing it God, that is so dumb Alright, I'm off. I'm not going to complain about you guys anymore, Bungie. You've been doing great. Thank you. <laughs>
1: they have been doing great. Being in a great games. We are about halfway, well, a little over halfway through the year. We're coming up on the big fall season of 2019. All the biggest AAA releases are going to be happening. So I want to know, what is your most anticipated game for oh. the last part of this year? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of big, pretty much all the, the big titles we've been talking about for the past few months are, are releasing in the next few months.
0: Do I, do I only get one? Give
1: me your your most anticipated one and then you give me a few
0: more like honorable My mention. most my most anticipated one is The Problem. There's too many of them in number 1. There's literally too many of them. We've got Gears of War 5. Uh we've got um Doom Eternal which is like I need to play that game so bad. Uh we also have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> And believe it or not, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, and I forgot, an Outer Worlds too, which came out of nowhere on my radar. So five, five, five games, <laughs> all in one spot. I haven't, even, I mean, yeah, and I, I haven't even said, you know, Death Stranding. It's just like, goddamn it, there's, there's many a lot games. of games coming up this fall. That's why I wanted to do this
1: because they're all going to be so great.
0: It's like, oh, there's so many games. There, there's so many games all up there, and the problem is, I've been looking forward to Gears Five for a long time. After I finished four, um. But Outer Wars came out of nowhere and it looks so good and the gameplay sounds so amazing. Pokemon Sword and Shield, because I've never played a Pokemon game, so I'm looking forward to this being my first one. Doom Eternal, well, it's Doom. <laughs> Enough said, it's Doom. And <clears throat> while I lose my voice, um, Pokemon, not Pokemon, um, I got my voice kick kicking my ass. Um, what game did I miss? Let's see, Doom, I said, um, Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars, Star Wars, because of, um, the fact that they say said it plays like Dark Souls, but also has that metrovania uh, feel to it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting. That's and that's five games. That's yeah, <laughs> five games in the number one spot. That's,
1: that's that's how stacked this year is.
0: Yeah, it's it's not good. It's um, yeah, that's that's a problem. I I don't know how to handle that. If I had to pick one game out of all those to be my number one. 2019 fall 2019. Uh, uh, it's tough because you Doom. chose like
1: probably the five best games.
0: Doom is it's a gonna safe be, pick for number one though. It's gonna be Doom. It's gonna be Doom. I haven't even mentioned Borderlands, League, but like I said, it's not. I'm not really looking forward to it right now.
1: Yeah, I feel like Borderlands. It's not everybody's most anticipated game, but a lot of people are looking forward to this game a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think honestly, I think a lot of people in the PC crowd are just going, arr, arr, "This game, yeah, Epic Game stuff, Epic kinda. Game stuff, yeah." That's taking a big bite at everything, and you know, what? like I said, guys, we just need to get off the high horse and just, yeah.
1: I feel like Borderlands is is uh, a very casual game, though, for for console players.
0: Yeah, I feel like
1: yeah. a, it's a majority console following for that game. I think I, like people I went to high school with who don't, even, don't even play video games. title like sports games and Call of Duty, they're excited for Borderlands Three. I like, think Borderlands if, is a huge deal for them.
0: I think that the biggest draw to Borderlands is the loot, the guns, and playing with your friends. It's a casual game that doesn't take itself yeah. too seriously, and that's great. That those games tend to do well, especially on the console, uh, PC. The crowd's a little different. They kind of want their hardcore games and things like that. I don't know. As, for, what you as see. for
1: my anticipated games, ooh, man, there's so many coming out this fall. and hey, you chose five for your number one. I guess I'll give five as well. That's only seems fair. I don't know if I'm gonna order them, but my list is looking a little different than yours. Okay. Borderlands 3 is on my list because I love to. I, I even like the pre-sequel. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare is probably my number one. That that is. I am so curious about that game. I need That's to why see more. I don't, w- don't want to call it my most anticipated game. because Exactly. I'm not I need excited. to see more. I mean, I am, but it's my most curious game. Because they're promising so many things. This whole Ground of War mode. All the, the campaign previews that I've heard about sound great. I, I don't know. After seeing the multiplayer footage that came out, because there is gameplay out there now, it just looks like more Call of Duty. So I don't know. I, there was a time when Call of Duty was an event. When, when those games dropped. And they, it still is like Call of Duty's always going to top sales charts, but I need a Call of Duty game to be good again. I I really and, do, and
0: that's the problem. With Call of Duty they've they've saturated it to the point where it's like, oh, Call of Duty was only really synonymous with online, and I think you're looking for that single player experience yet again, and that's where I'm st- I'm very skeptic right now. I I don't know. So yeah,
1: I'm also looking forward to the multiplayer because I I do enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer, but. It's the blending of the two that I'm worried about because they're promising this this dark, harrowing, serious, single-player campaign, but then there's gonna be bunny hopping and loot boxes in the multiplayer, so I'm not sure <sighs> how I feel about that dissonance.
0: Yeah, bunny hopping really pisses me off to no extent. Oh god, I hate this so much.
1: Outside of that, though, Death Stranding, obviously, I love Hideo Kojima. Everything he does.
0: Even uh, Metal Gear 5. I,
1: I enjoyed Metal Gear Solid 5. That that game is one of the tightest controlling video games I've ever played. And the story, what was there, was good. It's just a shame it was only like the first third.
0: All right, what else you got?
1: I want to say Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but I don't know about that game. I I just, something feels off. So I'm going to say The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3.
0: Wow. That one, that's Mm -hmm. way out there. Out left field pick.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I live for. Because I've been slowly but steadily making my way through Trails of Cold Steel. Haven't even touched two yet. Three is already one of my most anticipated titles of this fall. That's All how right. good those games are. Yeah, so the, excited. the
0: RPG pick. But wait, you said you had five. Yeah, that, that was my
1: fourth one. Uh, my fifth one, I already said Borderlands. So I, my fifth one, this is where it gets interesting. Because I want to say The Outer Worlds. I really do. But that's, I feel like that's a safe pick. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to play that game. I'm looking forward to that game. It's probably going to be one of my, like, top three games of the year.
0: The but fact that they said you can do The fact that they said you can pretty much do anything in that game is like,
1: what? Because when they announced this at the Game of it was the Game of right, when they first revealed it? Yeah, yeah. I, the setting, the, the tone they were going for, and just seeing Obsidian's name and the confidence that came out with that trailer, I already knew. Okay, that whatever this comes out, Game of the Year, pretty much. It's, it's such a safe bet for me that I'm not really excited for it, if that makes any sense. Wow. I, I am so sure this game is going to be fantastic that it's not exciting. It's just, it's a shoe in So I'm going to say Ghost Recon Breakpoint.
0: Which is another okay. one I feel to Another one, yeah. Gonna gonna say.
1: Probably a 7 out of 10. Probably the, the most average 7 out of 10 anyone has ever played. Because Wildlands is the same way. But I don't know. Wildlands is a pretty solid foundation. They're putting a story on top of it this time. They're, they're bringing in decent actors. They got, they got John Bernthal as the antagonist. The little gameplay demo they put out looks okay. When I get my hands on the beta, I'll, I'll shift it up or down accordingly. But I liked Wildlands, but I wanted more narrative direction in it, and I really hope UB can deliver this time
0: around. Yeah, I see. We talked about this before, and I, again, I, I played Wildlands before and I thought it was okay, but I felt it was better if you played for Crew and it really didn't have that on the PC. And then uh, The Division 2 really soured me. So I didn't want to get screwed twice. And it's just um, one of
1: those games where it's like, yes, there are going to be better games this fall. Pretty much every game coming up this fall is going to be better. It's just, it could be good. It's that wild card uh, factor that makes it exciting to me. Like I could have said Monster Hunter World Iceborne, but That's going to be a 10 out of 10 free. I think it's
0: going to be awesome. I'm so pissed off at that game. Yeah, because
1: the PC is be <laughs> later
0: next year, February. Like what? That's still way too
1: late. You think they'd be caught up by
0: now? Yeah, that's what they said. But here we are again. I don't. Yeah, they're it's really just... sticking it to the PC gamers. And PC gamers are like, I don't know if I'm gonna play this when it comes out, and, or oh, January. And they're like, yeah, you're full of shit. You're gonna play it. Stop it. Just stop You are totally gonna yeah. play it.
1: Good. It's gonna be really good.
0: I hope so uh yeah those are all solid picks too um yeah
1: since we talked about the games we're looking forward to and we're excited about there are some games that we did not mention games okay. that we might be a little worried about this fall
0: such as
1: i'm worried about shenmue 3 man uh, that game is not gonna be good i'm sorry to everybody. it to doesn't
0: wait. matter it does not it matter it really doesn't matter the okay okay the game could be one of the best games ever okay there is a huge amount of people who pre-ordered or backed the game for both the PlayStation and the PCN. And the fact that you alienated the PCN and you're having an epic to give back all that money after you already said that you weren't going to free fund people, after you already said that they could get their game on Steam, and after you had sent the surveys and then went back and said, you know what, screw you guys, this is not happening. I feel like people who have waited... What what is it, 17 years now for Shenmue
1: 3? They'll play it on a Dreamcast if they have to, man. They, they, oh, yeah. They, they're the are, hardcores. Are dying for this game.
0: They're the hardcores, but I think the problem is going to be they've upset a, a lot of people. The hardcores, the people that are very interested in games, people waiting for it, they've upset them. Now, I will throw in there real quick the wild card. Um, It will not come to Steam anytime soon. Uh, however, it does not mean it may not come to Windows Store. The reason why I said that Look what happened to Metro Exodus. Ended up on the Windows Store real quick for the PC. Yeah, that's true. Real well, quick. Well, that was part
1: of the Game Pass initiative, though. But I don't see that happening unless it hits Game Pass, which I don't think that'll happen either.
0: They're still part of the studio. Deep Silver is still part of it.
1: Oh, yeah, you're They're, right.
0: Yep. They signed with Deep Silver. Deep Silver has a thing, so it might, the it PC. actually,
1: wow, it actually might.
0: And 1 and 2 are also on the Windows Store now. They
1: sure are, yeah.
0: They're on yep. Game Pass, I believe. Yep. Huh. calling that, that may happen. And Regardless,
1: then, I don't think that game's going to be great. Uh, it, it looks weird, like, graphically. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And gameplay-wise, it looks like Shenmue style. too, man. It looks like a Dreamcast game.
0: Well, I think that was done on purpose. I think they didn't want to stray too far, which makes sense. Yeah. It, it's It'll a continuation. Fans, but... Yeah. Everybody uh, else, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's going to do okay. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. How well it does for a fourth part that's a different story who knows yeah
1: i wonder if they're gonna tie it up nicely as a trilogy
0: or if they're gonna set up more Shenmue games no 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 this is supposed to go like five or six games oh no they said this game um only tells the story of the protagonist is at 40 percent oh they've got more to go (laughs) you
1: don't don't do that after you made us wait like 17 years for the third game
0: don't yeah don't set yeah that here up. it is in I've an interview. I've heard thing your plan before. It is not in an happen. interview with with a They asked, "Is this, this the conclusion to the story?" He said, "Nope." The whole story of this. Well, he, said, he "Took out his water bottle, placed it on the table, and pointed at us and said, halfway point.' Whole story of this bottle about here." I asked it what he meant by halfway. He said forty percent.
1: That's so, not that's not good. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to be hearing about Shenmue games in in twenty twenty five.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and then the responses from that are hilarious. People are like, "Yeah, this is never happening." And uh, you know, like, he, yep, he's never going to get revenge. He's going to be dead before he revenges his father. Like, yeah, probably
1: Shenmue Four is not happening for a while. It'll, it will, we'll get Shenmue Chain of Memories before we get Shenmue Four, man.
0: It's not happening. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I don't have any faith either. I don't think. It's going to do well. I well, I mean, I don't think we're going to see a fourth. And if we do, not anytime remotely soon. So, yeah, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm glad I got worried I'm glad about I got
1: work going. that new need for speed. Oh, is that that's a recent announcement. That was a couple of days ago. Need I speed,
0: was, heat. we didn't we didn't talk about it. We didn't put an article about it. I was looking at it and I was going, no, this is not. No, good. no, please. No, the past few weren't either. No, they were not. Why are they still doing this? Because I'm Need sure for Speed. Bec- like, Need no, for a name. they have not so well. No, they have not. Really? But, they, but, like, Were they at least successful overall? Mm, or were no.
1: they failures?
0: They have been failures.
1: Oh, no. Why do they keep going?
0: Because the name. The name is a name that most people love. If um, like the
1: past like, four Need for Speed games have been trying to reinvent the series.
0: I wouldn't even say that. Just you, had, doing. you had
1: the reboot and then you had Payback and now we have Heat. Like they're, they're very different games, like,
0: tonally. I don't know. I think Heat and Payback are similar. They're, they're, they're still pushing this narrative. Um, and people I like, like he's
1: going for like a more lighthearted kind of
0: vibe. But people don't want that. People are like, we don't want a story in a racing game. We just want a race. Just Why are you doing this? For
1: the Horizon, under a different name. That's all you have to do. No, they can't do that.
0: They know they cannot do that. I don't think they have it in them. That's you what know, has to
1: happen. Forza Horizon to... has, has
0: raised the bar so high, but for okay, it's great as great as Forza Horizon is, or is, it's not a pure arcade game. Okay, it is, but Need for Speed has it's, it's the more name. Arcade. Yeah, it is so much more arcade. I mean, but, look like at the classic world arcade racing game done well. Look at the classics: Underground, Hot Pursuit, Hot Pursuit Three, Porsche Unleashed. Go back to those days. Go back to those days; those were my jams. Go back and do that. Do that. Okay. Give us some some customization, something that a lot of people have been asking for, and get rid of this cheesy narrative. I uh,
1: I feel like racing games are in a really bad spot right now, unless you're like really into simulation racing.
0: I, yeah. I wouldn't say that because Forza. I mean, you've got Forza, which does everything. Forza Four Horizon or Forza, Forza Horizon Four, 4. yeah. But that's yeah, on like the your PlayStation, only option, pretty much. I mean, yeah, on the PlayStation, you got Grand Turismo, which is killing everything. That, that's doing, they're doing a, both. It's a sim game, though. It's an arcade sim.
1: It, it's not straight sim. That's true. But like, if you want like a true arcade racer, what are you gonna play? The Crew.
0: <laughs> Don't or, get me started about that game.
1: <laughs> this new Need for Speed, I guess. But
0: man, that's, I, a, that's a good question. What do PlayStation Four games have for a straight arcade game? I'm just Club? curious they killed that game
1: yeah that game is not on the store
0: uh they they they, they killed they closed down the studio evolution and then they recently delisted, uh, delisted the game
1: yeah but that, that just goes to show how how racing games are being supported this gen
0: outside of bigger names i mean grand turismo 5 or grand turismo sport which i totally ignored has been doing great yeah they've been doing nothing but great names for that um, and then on the Microsoft side, you've got the Forza. But outside of that, as far as uh, third-party, third-party games, racing Project games? Cars, maybe? Nope. Not very good at all. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Wow.
1: That... The fact that we're struggling to name decent racing titles and to go. I'm
0: a fan of racing games. I'm, I'm trying to think of a decent arcade racing game. I mean, go back to Wipeout, but that's not... The Wipeout collection came out in 2017. There has not been a recent arcade racing game for a PlayStation. Yeah, it's... That's bad. When need I more mean, of you, those. You got Xeon Racer, but that ain't good. That's not very good at all. Wish, need for Speed, he needs to be good. Please. Uh, Well, when they announced it, I was like, let me go back. Oh, wait, they got the grid coming out. That's a good one. That might be worthwhile. Uh, I went back and fired up Need for Speed 2005, and then I played it, and then I turned it off like 15 minutes later. I was like, what? this is why I stopped playing this game. This game was not good. And playback... Or payback TV was, not. Was, was no, it was not no. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Playstation four guys and gals, get a go get an Xbox. Or play it on PC. Just play Forza. And just pretend that's the best arcade race game because right now it is. Yeah, it is. I'm okay yeah, I'm with not, that though. That game's good. I'm not looking forward to the new Need for speed. I I saw the commercial. I I looked at all the um the the leaks and the rumors and then I finally saw the trailer. I said commercial, I looked at the trailer and I was like no no it
1: just looks like more payback really hey guys we put we put
0: put cop racing back in the game yay you know they're
1: gonna monetize it so hard
0: (sighs) please don't say that (laughs) don't say that
1: come and go so fast oh need for speed
0: yeah need for speed is dead
1: i'm also worried about not not for the reasons you might think I'm worried about Dragon Quest XI S for the Nintendo Switch.
0: I'm not worried about the game whatsoever.
1: It's going to be fantastic because Dragon Quest XI is phenomenal. What I'm worried about is that the changes they're making will not come to any other platforms. Oh, no. I, I fully expected not to.
0: That's the reason.
1: <laughs> I'm about 50 hours into Dragon Quest XI on PS4, and I've been jumped back into it recently to try to, you know, catch up. Because Heroes out in Smash, the Infinity the, the edition is coming out. But I don't want it to keep playing if I know there's going to be all, like a much better version on the Switch. I also don't want to drop sixty just to play it with an orchestral soundtrack and like a new mode.
0: Well, you can always play it on the PC. <laughs> Get this soundtrack back. That's what well, yeah, I did. but Then you can't
1: have the the two D overworld that's in the Switch version. And I don't new, care about that. And the new story content.
0: Yeah, I I feel that that stuff's not going to go anywhere else. It's not the first time that a company has made like Square does that it's crap Square all the Nets. time. Yeah, they do that all the time
1: and that's why I'm worried about this game. Oh, cuz cuz they're so close with Nintendo for this game. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm buying Dragon West 11 again. Oh. Well. I mean,
0: has there been a game from Square Enix where they actually say okay, here we're going to give you the stuff? I mean, I feel like Not that like I they, I did, recall, they did they but... did that crap with um what was it? Uh Final Fantasy 15?
1: What did they have on
0: other platforms? Uh, they brought out some stuff that was coming out for the, for the PC version, and then it eventually came in all the versions. Let me see. There was all
1: I can remember are, like cosmetic. I know they're like a Half-Life crossover, but that was just like a costume. That what I'm okay with. I, like, but the Dragon Quest Eleven S changes are like significant. Like it, it's it's putting the 3DS version of the game in in that game.
0: I, I know. Um, Henry was talking about the game as well. He was like, "Yeah, I'm very excited for that." I'm like, "Eh." I didn't finish it on the PC, but. To its credit, it, I did enjoy it when I played it, but there was just so many games out right now. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a a big RPG hit like I used to be. So I mean, and again, you know, Destiny started calling me back, and it was pretty much all she wrote.
1: I I want to play Dragon Quest Eleven, but now I'm I'm discouraged from finishing it on PlayStation Four. Which and, you, is, you
0: know, and you the thing that sucks about all this is in this day and age in this world, we, we don't have this lovely thing that we call cross save openly on all games because it should be amazing. Hey, I'm playing this on Xbox. Well, we got a great version come up for PlayStation 4 that has all this other stuff. Can I transfer my save over? Sure you can. You know what? That's a guaranteed sell.
1: Yeah, I, I would be much less apprehensive about Dragon Quest XI as if I could transfer my save. Yep. Because I don't nope. want to have to do 50 hours of Dragon Quest XI again.
0: I don't think these companies care.
1: They don't. They just want my money. I mean, they they're going to get your it. Money. I'm going to probably gonna end up buying that game. but.
0: And, and it's, a, it's a damn shame. It is, it is a damn shame that they do this sort of stuff. But hmm. Actually, no. I don't think I'm going to buy it. There's too much stuff coming out this fall. I don't have time for that. You see that now. And then you would be like in a couple of months, hey, guess what I'm playing? Well, I'm like, because
1: yup. it's, it's
0: in between
1: Borderlands 3 and Link's Awakening. And it, that's a week before that. And then a week after, you got Destiny 2 Shadow Keep, Ghost Freak on Breakpoint, and Trails of Cold Steel 3.
0: Oh my God, I cannot wait for Destiny. Oh my God. And then Modern Warfare, I... and then Outer World. Man, there's games coming out every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty much 2019 was first half. Yeah, a lot of games. Second, uh or the first quarter was a lot of games. Second quarter was like, yeah all right, there's some games coming out. Third quarter was like, yeah, some games coming out. And last quarter was like, Games! 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 And it's like, I, I don't have time for this. I don't have the time or the money.
1: I'm not playing Dragon Ball XI I, I gotta finish Trails of Cold Steel and Trails of Cold Steel 2.
0: Yeah, that, but those well, those are also amazing.
1: Yeah. I gotta play 3. I would like to review 3. But I have to finish 1 and 2 first.
0: You what know, the good thing about them is you don't have to know all the story. That's the great thing. They're all self-contained. But it's better Trails if you Yeah.
1: No, they're not. Yeah,
0: they are. Trails of Cold
1: you Steel did. is not...
0: Trails you could 2 jump 2. In. you yeah. can jump into both of them. You can, but Trails it's better Steel if you know something. picks some.
1: up immediately after the first game.
0: Right, it, it's it, like... but if you never played it, you're not going to worry about it. But it's great if you have, you get to know the entire backstory. They don't require you to I play it. I
1: disagree on that. I think you can play Trails in the Sky without playing Cold Steel because those are separate subseries. But
0: jumping into I mean, it's Trails in Cold that you. without It's one, nothing that you can't read up on like, okay, I got it. Well, yeah,
1: but that's like, that's,
0: if you're going to play an RPG for the story, man, start from the first one. <laughs> have you heard of this thing called
1: youtube?
0: <laughs> that's what we do anymore unfortunately Gotta which is why which is can why watch I agree recap if, for
1: anything but that's not that's not fun
0: I mean this is why I agree with a lot of stuff that these companies are doing like Atlas is doing saying nope, don't put our story stuff on YouTube. I agree with that 100 percent you're killing you' you're killing the immersion of a game, but yeah. for some people they but don't I have like a choice somebody
1: who who wouldn't who was like going to watch all the story cutscenes on youtube wasn't going to play the game. Anymore.
0: Yeah. True. That is true.
1: Those are phenomenal games, by the way. Charles <laughs> of Cold Steel is a great series. I think people everybody should play them.
0: Well, they weren't really I mean, they're they're more available now than they were in the past. Yeah,
1: they're on PlayStation 4 on PC. Yeah. They'll run on anything.
0: But they should be well no, 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 no. They won't run on anything. I've tried that. Almost they're really day. not they're not that intensive. They don't really work too well on lower end Windows tablets and uh, other laptops. I've tried it; <laughs> it did okay, not well, run. If
1: off. you have a lower-end Windows laptop, go play Trails in the Sky. There you go. There you go.
0: Who the game's, it? Yeah. Phenomenal
1: games. They're like Persona meets Suikoden meets
0: every that's other good the, RPG. That's a game series needs to come out.
1: Oh yeah! Can you imagine if they made a new one? But I don't nope. know what'll happen.
0: Nope, that's, it's never gonna that's happen. That's Konami.
1: Never gonna happen. They took Metal Gear, they took Sleek it in, they took Silent Hill.
0: Silent Hill. So many people worried about that game coming back. Never happening. Not happening. <laughs> I, I, got like, I got like five people blowing me up asking me... I literally have a friend that I have not talked to in months. Hang on, let me bring this back up. This is this is great. Where'd it go? Where did it go? Sorry, podcast. We, we're not proceeding until I find this damn text from this guy. Because I hate this phone. I need to... Smash this Note 9 and get a Note 10. But I'm not going to the cost too much. Oh, here we go. Keith, what is your take on Remden? I'm enjoying it. It's dark souls with guns, but light. Since you don't lose crap, you don't lose scrap on death. The random generation of dungeons makes stuff semi, but feels as- at- atmospheric at the same time. With pre-made stuff that is story-related, that feels good. Gunplay is heavy. I've got a good assault rifle now. It feels like it's a pretty good weapon. I start getting mowed down if I don't play smart. Yes. What is my take on this game? I'm pretty sure if you go back to the beginning of the podcast, I said buy this game. It's a great game,
1: and I'm he says he's as well. Game.
0: I haven't even played the game, and I'm telling you to go buy it. The game sounds awesome, and he brings up a good point too. Unlike Dark Souls, when you die, you don't lose your stuff. I you can't wait
1: it. to play this game.
0: I, I really cannot wait to play this game.
1: I don't know how it flew. In a, this seems like everything I've, I hear about this game sounds right up my alley. I don't know how it's flown on my radar for so long.
0: Uh, Gunfire Games didn't have a big production or a big budget to advertise it. Yeah, that's, that's usually the case with these kind of games. Yeah, that that's the problem. They just did not have a big budget, and they are going. They're relying on word of mouth. Yeah, I mean, if but you go I on Twitter, like
1: even with games these small, word of mouth travels pretty far if they're good. And I it mean, sounds like this game's excellent. I'm like, like, in in the hardcore gaming circles that I frequent, I feel like at least somebody would have mentioned it.
0: I mean, it's also Perfect World publishing. Perfect World does not have a great record, so that's also the reason. Um. And I I will I will liken this with another game that was similar to this but not really similar. Um, Ashen, which got all the advertisement in the world when it first started coming out, and it did not do well. Yeah, I remember that game. So even still, advertising doesn't always help. The the gameplay will speak for itself. Oh, I'm sure it will. And the fact this game is only forty dollars. Yeah, so you influencers pick it up. So yeah, you can't preorder. I mean, you can pre-order it now, but you you won't get into the VIP weekend, which which kind of sucks. Yeah, I'll you wait had till to
1: do it it's Tuesday, right?
0: Yeah. August 20th.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's no big deal.
0: But yeah, I, I can't get back to streaming some more of it. Again, phenomenal game. Gunfire Games did a great thing with this game. The, the RPG aspects are really good. Too. I just I did not expect this game to be this good. I really did not. I hope this game keeps going. I hope we get another expansion. I hope they keep throwing story stuff out. And I, I got to go play the other game for it. I, I can't believe that they actually... I mean, it's great that other companies or other studios done it, and I wish uh, more studios would do this. Like, hey, this game is in the same world as this game. Because no many times I kept saying when 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 uh, Visual Studios was the thing, hey, could you put the Dead Space series in the same universe as Mass Effect? That would be awesome. And then have them meet up. But, no, Visual Studios it's, is going... they're putting in
1: the same universe as Kronos because like, nobody played
0: that game. Yeah, yeah and I mean, it that was an it,
1: okay. Rift launch title.
0: You know, and I, I, I can I can mention it now because you know, whatever in the renewed notes that I got it says don't mention your, the relationship between us still. I mean, huh? I'm not telling you everything, but yeah, there's a relationship in there. Well, that's
1: you know I played VR games, so that that piques my interest definitely. So I feel like yeah. so most people those are just gonna be
0: words that don't mean anything. You need to go play it when it comes out August twentieth. And then you'll be hooked. And then when we talk next week, you're like, I can't stop playing this oh, game Oh, yeah, key. for
1: sure. Yeah, that's going to be my, my big
0: game. <laughs> I was like, I told you. It's a, it's a great game. There's, and there's unfortunately... coming
1: out next week. It's just that. No,
0: no. Um, God.
1: So before God. I come on two weeks from now to talk about Man of Medan and Control and
0: Astral Chain and all those games, talk about it? I'm going to be playing Control. I, I don't think I'm going to be playing Astral Chain. I'm going to let it... I'm, I've I'm been hesitant on Switch games. Just because they wait, they come out, sometimes they come out really bad performance and they wait for another couple weeks for a patch. I'm going to wait till it gets patched first, unless they say otherwise. Uh, damn it, there is one more game coming out that I cannot remember. And it comes out... Uh, sure. Yeah! Uh, damn, my head is killing me. I can't remember what game it is. Uh, what kind of game is it? It's like Dark Souls meets Zelda. I talked about it, like, last week. My brain won't let me remember the game. Dark Souls meets Zelda. Yeah, uh... I played it at PAX East two years ago. Mm, why can I not remember I, this game? I don't know what this game is. Can't remember this game. It's not uh, vein, is it? No, i think think not the game. I've written... Ri- no, I, I I. don't care about that the game. I think it's not more. good, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's not... Doing very well. I've done. I, I don't care about that game. God, I can't remember what it is. The podcast. I'll close the podcast up. They're like, "Oh, it's this game," and then I'll amend the podcast. You know what? How about this? I'll just do Dark Souls. I'm looking at the release list, meets, and I, I don't see Zelda. games coming out soon that ring a bell. The K.M. logos. Oh, the K. yeah. I've heard, yeah. Of, I've heard of this. Like, yeah, that's also the game that's going to fly under the radar. That comes out August 30th. Yeah, the initial release date twenty eighteen. Yeah, it got pushed back for a while. I enjoyed it when I played it at PAX two thousand seventeen. It was a little rough, but I thought it had potential. So, this isn't yeah. on the release list. That's what. That's it's, weird. Yeah, it, it, this one is definitely like, coming out like super super niche. Then this it has a weird release date too, uh, because it comes out on the PlayStation Four on August twenty seventh, and then it comes out for the Xbox and PC on a different date. And the, yeah, here it is. Because I n- yeah. remember I've talked oh, about it. Oh, as well. 25. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like 20 bucks, so. Interesting.
1: This looks cool. I'll have to check this one out, too. I love hearing about new games that just I've never heard of before that are coming out in like a week. That's my favorite thing. Hey, you want to review it? You can review it.
0: We have a copy. Do we really? <laughs> yeah, they sent me a copy. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I said PC. And they gave me a PlayStation 4. I was like, no, I don't want it. There you go. Diego's going to review it. Cool. Check out my review whenever that embargo is. (coughs) All right. I think my voice is done. I need to drink a nice glass of water or something. All right, folks. So uh, that was our most recent podcast. Thank you for listening. As always, you can listen to the podcast on audioboom.com. Just look for Spectator Mode Podcast. Check it out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and wherever podcasts are. Be sure to upload it. The more people upload, the more people see us, which is great. Also, check out our great stuff over at datahaven.net. And take a look at our YouTube channel. We're putting more stuff up constantly. That said, thank you for listening. Have a good night or a good morning. for us enjoy the morning. And uh, play some games. Have some fun. We're out of here.